0: Gather rounds dominating, and so do the dead set legends. Let's be brutally honest about things. The
1: former skipper of the Brisbane Lions, a couple of BNFs to his name, Tommy Rockliffe. Hello, mate. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Adelaide City to be. It is up and about, pumping stuff on everywhere. Tom, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, ex-footballers just filling their pockets with sport. He's left, right and centre there in Adelaide. And uh,
0: not just ex-footballers uh, either, because my mail is our man T. Ferguson's doing a nice top-up this weekend, oh, as well as I welcome
2: <laughs> to you, big man, how are yeah, you? Yes, very, very well. What a, a spot this city's in at the moment. Uh, we are absolutely airborne. It's all happening, seriously. And and I'll tell you what, talking about uh, ex-footballers lining their pockets... Bin's brownless at the minute. Yeah, he's <laughs> plunking around town. There is cash spilling from his pockets all over the streets. The fans are just at his feet trying to crumb a bit of cash. He is flying in the city's fly. I'm- Gather around 41,000 oh, at a mutual game last night at Adelaide Oval. I can't believe how well this is doing. So you put it this
0: way, Rock, there was 31,000 there last weekend in Sydney. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney took on, Sydney took on Port Adelaide, 31,000, an extra 10 here and no one's supporting anyone. How
1: good is it? It's <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> It's a great venue for that as well because, uh, I mean, Thursday night, it was packed to the rafters. Uh, There is some commentators on Triple M that got it completely wrong. We'll get to that a little (laughs) bit later in the show. He's going (laughs) to join us. But pumped. It was full on Thursday night and and full. It's a great venue because you've – you hold that sort of 40-odd 40, 40 thousand and it feels super full, where if you did it at the MCG, you'd only have... It wouldn't feel the same. Then you go to Sydney as well. They just can't keep up with Adelaide.
2: Well, well you're second, th- that the, the atmosphere when you're out in the park yeah. playing as well, let alone sitting in the stands, yeah. is absolutely incredible. The acoustics are fantastic. Marvel's probably one of the loudest ones. Adelaide Oval's not far off. Mm. It just feels like the fans are on top of you and you feel like you're sitting on top of it when you're at the ground.
0: Now, we, I did breakfast with Loz throughout the week and yeah. they're just dead set, filled up with pride to be a South australian you know and to have the premier on gil mclaughlin as well jumped on 3aw yesterday and here's what he had to say about adelaide holding gather round
3: i think if i'm direct we we anticipated moving it next year if it it worked but i I sort of i hear you and i think that's are discussing adelaide just feels the right spot i think there's a pretty strong case to to support what you're saying that probably it's got its roots down here and needs to, and needs to be here for a while.
0: It is quite interesting, actually. Wow. 200,000 tickets sold, nine out of nine games are all sold out. And speaking to a lot of people that have come over from Melbourne and New South Wales as well, they're saying there's no better spot for it than Adelaide Rock.
1: That's nah, certainly right. It's a footy state, not too far for Melbourne people to jump in the car and drive across, spend the weekend over in Adelaide. And, and next year, you probably change one venue Maybe instead of going to Mount Barker, you go to the Barossa Valley. You just showcase South Australia completely. And it's uh, ticking all the boxes at the moment. I I know the weather's a bit rough today, so Mm. it it might fall away a little bit. But there's so much happening in the city. Down by the banks, uh, there's just events galore for for all the family to get involved in. So they've done it really well. The South Australian government, South Australia's done it exceptionally well. And the AFL have, have come on board as well.
2: Well, that's the thing. You get into Adelaide, and everything is within arm's reach. Yep. You know, you're an hour from McLaren Vale. You're an hour and a bit from from the Barossa. It's mm-hmm. that's, that's it. You know, when you're in Melbourne, you're mm. driving an hour and a half to get to work some days mm. with the traffic. So it is such an easy place to get so many different experiences. Why wouldn't you want to come to Adelaide for this sort of thing? They have come in their drives. Nah, I love it, mate.
0: I, I love it. That walk across the the bridge from oh. the the district on Thursday night, rolling on in. It was absolutely. It was fantastic. Yeah. So. Y- love you couldn't it. walk straight, could you? Uh, oh, overall, I was all right. The way back was a little bit... I <laughs> uh, nearly swam. <laughs> James Brayshaw's going to join us after 11 o'clock. I see Rhett Biglands as well. Oh, and my mail is Rock, Rocky has got some beef with him. He's got him in the crosshairs. <laughs> so we're going to do that after 10 o'clock. Jay-Z Clark, not that far away. Oh, it's a big show on the Dead Set Legends. Triple M. 12 minutes past nine o'clock for your Saturday morning. Adelaide the Dead set legends. Tom Rockliffe Cow Ferguson and Tom are going to open up the phones very, very shortly. When didn't you get let in? Oh, Rashudo's family had a bit of trouble getting in Thursday night. He was happy about it, too. Oh man, so we're gonna get (laughs) stuck into that just after 9.30 this morning.
2: Trio with seven of the last nine. Take a 10-point win over the Suns for the second win of the year. Sonny Walters kicks
0: four. And Norwood's turned on a great night at the footy.
1: Dockers too good, Rock. Yeah, they, were, they weren't They were for most of the night. No. It was sort of that last mm. quarter where the, the fight back really kicked off. But, yeah, interesting game of footy and still not convinced on the Fremantle Dockers. I had them in my top four this year and um, I've been all over the shop with uh, those. And <laughs> when we get to them at the end of the year, it'll be very interesting. <laughs> but Fremantle, they just they don't look like the same team they did last year. They were... They were irresistible across the ground. They brought in Luke Jackson. You thought they'd get stronger again, but but they haven't. And the Gold Coast Suns, they needed to win that game from the position they were in. And I have concerns now for Stewie Jew moving forward. Mm, like, yeah. let's just crystal ball here for, for a little bit, minute, boys. If something drastically happens at Port Adelaide, they miss finals, Yep. all the talk is Ken's probably in a bit of strife. Mm. If Ken Hinkley becomes available halfway through the year or at the end of the season... Gold Coast have to call him, don't they? You'd be chips in. Think so.
0: Have a look at the other coaches have that have. Uh, Adam Simpson? With their second. Yeah, Adam Simpson's another one. But the, the second chances in football now, like the coaches never used to get them. So mm. Voss has got one. Yep. uh Lions got one. Well, his third one. Um, and Brad Scott's the other. And they're, they're, they're actually coaching very, very well the second time on their rock.
1: Yeah, they certainly are. So there's a bit of watch this space about the Gold Coast Suns. I wouldn't be. I know Stuart Drew's contracted for next year as well, but I reckon there might be a bit of movement there, um, particularly if they don't start to win games of footy. They need to play finals. They haven't played finals footy in their whole existence, and, and just disappointing yeah. com- completely. And then the second game last night, the Sydney Swans flex their muscles again. And it it will speak to Jay Clark a little bit later in the show about where Richmond are at, but. Sydney bounced back after they'd be disappointed with losing to Port Adelaide last week, Um, but they did really well considering they had lost their two key defenders last week against Port Adelaide, but their second second half was scintillating. Tommy Papley, six goals in that front half, but the Sydney Swans, uh, I think, are still the real deal, and I don't think Richmond can play finals now.
2: It was seriously impressive. I thought a Marty looked like he was going to break the game apart early on, kick yep. two, and then blew his hamstring into Filthy 15,000 him. pieces. It, you do, because he's, he's had to wait a bit of time a to get a time. decent crack mm. with, with Buddy doing what he does. And, mm. um, yeah, that was sad to see. But to see them then be able to still score at the rate they did, I mean – Tom Papley, mm. he's got to be the most electric player in the comp at the moment. Six goals, and mm. every one of them had you on the edge of your seat. Mm. Like, Especially as a small watch. forward. Brilliant. Oh, my God.
1: Mm. Yeah, he would have to be in the conversation for one of the best small forwards in the game. Uh, I think Jeremy Cameron's the number one yep. player in the comp by yep. a long, long way right for me. But I think someone laughed at me when I didn't put Richmond in my top eight. Maybe you see Ferguson at the start of oh. the year.
2: Uh, but, no, that was, that was Collingwood. <laughs> Let's go in, back You walked into that one mate.
1: Let's go back to uh, Thursday night though My Adelaide Crows Gee they are up and about I've been on them all year How scintillating stop you eight. there Because yeah, I on might just um, Play this? a little bit of audio Of what you said
0: Minutes before the showdown <laughs> oh, My goodness Now it's if true. they
1: go If they go zero three 3 Tonight They're going to go 0-12 0-12 0-12 You're an go- idiot mate
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tomo's right So, so hang on He did say if and then he did say off oh, air, he goes, if they do win, I reckon they'll go 10-2. <laughs> 10-2, <laughs> didn't you? <Ruck? laughs> I mean,
2: they just just uh, swings with the breeze, doesn't he? Swings with the breeze. But
1: the interesting <laughs> thing there is Carlton undefeated going into that game. Had an extra day break and they just didn't come up. Well, they didn't even get a chance in the first quarter. The Adelaide Crows blew that game apart. They was super impressive. Carlton... This was the game last year at Adelaide Oval that cost them finals. Mm. They can talk about the other close losses that they had. This was the game when they were up and about. They came over to Adelaide Oval, couldn't get the job done against the Crows and their season fell to bits. Same thing's happened this year. They've never won at Adelaide Oval. That's crazy, isn't it? The Carlton football club. Absolutely
2: nuts. Mm. Now, now, Rock, uh, when you look at it that way and the way the Crows came out and just blew that game apart early on – the forward line, they couldn't have hoped for it to to gel as quickly as this any better than it has because it's just been such a smooth transition with Rankin coming in, Rochelle stepping up another level.
1: Yeah, it certainly has. And the one key thing that, I've, that I think they've done – The best move that they've made is Jordan Dawson in the midfield. He just is a different player in there. He gives them a different dynamic in there. They moved keys to half forward, which we were calling for for two years, Tomo. I think you started calling for it. When did you start?
0: Uh, when he was playing at Brisbane. <laughs> I, I, I said, Nixie, move him in to the
2: forward line. Geez, <laughs> he saw a gap there, Rock, didn't he? he? dove through it.
1: It's just, just a different dynamic completely, isn't it? And Dawson adds that class. Laird still goes about his business, finds plenty of the footy, where Dawson's that line breaker for him. He kicks it 50, 60, 70 metres, just... Completely different dynamic, and and they are playing as good footy as anyone in the competition at the moment.
0: What about the big Texan? He's still got it. He's got his Jukes? Bangs bangs home another three. That's seven in two weeks, pig.
1: Yeah, he's on fire, Tex. He's he keeps getting better with age. Oh, I thought he might have wrapped him up, but. Uh... As long as those uh, ears keep flapping, he'll be, he'll be playing for a couple Seriously, more years. Seriously,
2: how sticky are those mitts
1: at oh, the moment? He's
2: catching
0: them from everywhere. Yep, love it. Hey, Jay-Z Clark's going to join us yes. next. And go, got a little bit of mail about Richmond as well. So you'd mm. want to be hanging around for that. It's a Dead Set Legends, Triple M. 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M, the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe, Cal Ferguson, and Tom on time to get the latest out of Melbourne about footy.
2: Triple M's Dead Set Legends. <laughs> AFL Newsbreaker, Jay Clark.
0: I say out of Melbourne, boys, because live yeah, male number he one rider. He is not here in the city of churches. He's the only one not here, and he joins us on the phone. Jay Z, oh, no. you got it. Oh,
4: I'm like a caged lion stuck here in Melbourne, boys. Don't worry about that. I see all you guys having the fun and the parties. Over there in Adelaide looks absolutely magnificent. And I'm a frustrated journalist over here stuck in Melbourne. But my shoulders are very large and in that they are required to keep the publication (laughs) afloat, the company (laughs) afloat here in Melbourne. So I might not be here this year, but I'm coming with a bang next year, boys. I'll tell you what, prepare for my landing in Adelaide because it looks like it looks like that Adelaide has already got this locked in for next year. You've done such a bloody magnificent job. Gil McLaughlin has already said um, it's coming back for 2024. So, well done to everyone in Adelaide. It sold out all nine games, 200,000 people or whatever bit of rain expected on Sunday. But it must be buzzing, peeps. Oh, yeah. It must oh. be absolutely buzzing. You've done such a good job. So, well done. You get it back. Sydney can get stuffed.
2: Oh, well, they had 41,000 to that Sydney game that Peter Malinouskis was charging on for. And yep. he said that locked it away. So, it did. Beautiful. Frio Richmond, tell us about it, uh, Jay-Z. Wow, Richmond, they're in a yeah. world of pain now.
4: A, a couple of big stories out of this one. and but I guess, firstly, from a Richmond perspective, well, what does this mean for the Tigers? Because they've got Melbourne next week as well, which is going to be a really tough match-up. And we know that teams and clubs, when they aren't in contention, it's like, well, what, what, is, which, what, what does Richmond do here now? If they're not going to be a top-four contender, do they just play the kids? Is it just an, an exploration year for the Tigers where... You know, they they, they, um, developed some of these youngsters. So you have a look at Trent Cochin being subbed off last night and – the questions in the pubs and around Richmond supporters at the moment is like, wow, has, has he gone on a season too long, perhaps? Because if they're not going to attend, if they're not going to contend, and sort of read read the writing on the wall for this footy club, it's like, wow, what, what's the point of still going with someone like Trent Couch when he can get 20 games into a young midfielder if they're not going to be at the top four this season? So, he's going to be a big story, and what happens with the Tigers? Have they they loaded up in the, tra- the trade period? They don't have a first round pick in this year's draft so it's certainly a big one to watch and the other side of the coin for Fremantle, some big stories for emerge uh, to emerge from them as well and that includes michael walters so it was a it was a really tough week for him obviously with the racial abuse he wasn't the only indigenous player in the league to cop that throughout the week last night he stars kicks four goals a bit like Jamara Uglehagen, points to his skin, says, I am proud. And this football club um, absolutely rapped with him last night. The other one is Luke Jackson, of course, has been under pressure. The club made a huge uh, effort to bring him in, of course, the three early picks that they traded for him. And last night, he helped win the game for the Dockers. And Justin Long, are absolutely thrilled with his performance under a bit of pressure at work with Sean Darcy. They were trailing in that third quarter, but certainly uh, finished very strongly. So Fremantle back on the winner, winners' list and just uh, easing that pressure slightly.
1: And Jay, let's talk about the Adelaide Crows. I've been on them all year. Said they'll probably play finals this year. No, Now if they
2: go if they go zero
1: three tonight, they're going to go 0-12, zero 0-12. Oh. <laughs> zero twelve. You're They've an got,
4: idiot, mate. I remember going back to February, he gave me a call and said, Jay-Z, I'm big on the Crows. Just yes. watch. Oh, oh, don't man, you jump on his bandwagon. <laughs> yes, Jay. <laughs> you said to me, keep an eye on this guy Michelangelo. He's got to be a star. Be asked, this is why about bet Your Judgment's always fantastic. But I think a lot of clubs in Melbourne really taking notice of the Crows. I think when they – I mean, to beat Carlton so convincingly on Thursday night in front of a packed house at Adelaide Oval – I mean, they're the real deal, the Crows. And to be honest, you go back to February and how good was their pre-season form? It has stacked up. And Josh Rochelle, I mean, the party tricks he shows, not just as a forward, as a small forward, he's going to become, I think, one of the best goal-kicking mid-forwards in the competition. Isaac Rankin completely justified in this no-frills backline for the Crows. I mean, they are just uncompromising, tough, ball-focused, and uh, like... Seriously, finals are, are, are on the cards for the Crows, and I just um, I love the story around Adelaide this season because as you picked that, Rocky. Yeah, uh, uh, my friend.
0: We're <laughs> up and about here, Jay Z. Thanks so much for uh, <laughs> jumping on board the Dead Set Legends, mate. You have a great weekend there in Good Melbourne. On Good on you, boys. Good on you, Jake. Twenty-one away from ten o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide. It's the dead set legends: Tom Rockliffe, Cow Ferguson, and uh, Tomo. Jimmy Brayshaw is going to join us yes. after ten thirty this morning. Oh. And Rhett
2: Biggles, Big Ones, Biggers. Is it Biggers? BT. What <laughs> gives it the Biggers every
1: week?
0: One of the. Well, we're doing this because Rocky's demanded four minutes with him. So <laughs> oh,
2: we
1: can't. he's up and about. He's Mister Adelaide. He's on he every is. call. He's That's got right. some sports bets, something that he's doing.
0: Oh man! And Joey Montagna as well is in mm. the building today. There's a whole heap of Triple M talent here there In is, Adelaide It's going off here the, In Franklin the rubs, Street The rubs coming out of uh, Adelaide It's just fantastic Gather round is Is going very very well But uh, for Mark Rupert Rusciuto And the family On Thursday Night Rock Have you heard about this Didn't quite get in Things weren't Could, going so well then
1: Mid call And he's uh, He's just turned it on himself As he normally does Mark oh, Rusciuto He's, he's <laughs> the call, His family was stuck They couldn't get in Have so, a listen uh, Have a listen
5: <laughs> no, I'm nervous because my wife and six kids can't get into the bloody no, stadium. I've oh, oh, been oh, on the phone for half an hour. Get the bloke on the phone. Hello, him on and who does he work for?
3: He'll be sacked oh, next God. week. <laughs> okay, oh, God. God. That guy on the gate, no chance of keeping no, his
5: job. No, no chance. <laughs> he will be in witness protection next
2: week
0: for sure. <laughs> we, had him on breakfast. Oh. we had him on breakfast yesterday, uh, Fergus, yes. and what had happened is someone had scanned the tickets already. So when lovely Sarah and the kids tried to get through, couldn't get in it
1: was unbelievable how the hell does that happen no idea he's, <laughs> Dear, he mate. must be trying to bring in six of his mates his kids must have all bought a friend as well and <laughs> like, just buy the tickets Rupert well, but, he's, uh,
2: he's got half the stand as well his name's up there that is on stiff it. that is stiff
1: it begs the question like when you couldn't get in somewhere it's mm. happened to me quite frequently actually <laughs> mostly at triple m functions when I'm with Bernie Vince yep. <laughs> Just you cannot get in anywhere with no, Bernie Vince no. after a certain period of time he gets uh, the tap on the shoulder mm. and then all the bouncers just put a little radio call into each other and no chance to get in anywhere.
2: that's dropping names, do you, Rock? Is that what... Uh,
0: And And he also
1: drops
2: buttons as well, Bernard.
1: (laughs) 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 Bernie starts... Last time, he started bringing up B&Fs with the the bouncers and said, how many B&Fs have you two blokes won? Me and Rock have got four between us. (laughs) <laughs> and the bloke said, No, thank you.
5: See you later.
0: <laughs> oh, I had a famous one trying to get into EC. You've been there before, uh, Fergus? Electric Circus, back Never in the heard day. Of it. Never oh. heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> He's done his best work. Best work. <laughs> Why are you smiling and nodding your head, Fergus? <laughs>
5: the cameras are on, Fergus. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's no hiding around here, Rock. <laughs> tried to get in
0: there. It would have been close to a decade ago. Uh, Rock and uh, was rocking the dreadlocks back oh, in the yeah. day. Rocking the it. dreadlocks as a, just a young, sort of brazen 19 yes. year old, not a care in the world. <laughs> and uh, rocked up there, going to get in. The bouncer says, mate, not with hair like that. I said, God, <laughs> man. Like going for the surfy Dread- look. Dreadlocks are in. Yeah. I thought they were in. I thought they were Surfers. in. Surfers. I was adamant that I was going to make my way into electric circus. So I've gone to a Seven Eleven, the little yes. mini-mart around mm-hmm. on Hindley with a good mate of mine. Grabbed some scissors. You didn't. Cut them off. No, you didn't. (laughs) What time was this? The side. Oh, it would have been about close to midnight. About half past. (laughs) 7.30 at night. (laughs) Um, Cut them off. So in Peel Street, they were just, you know, I think the the street sweeper might have cleaned them up. (laughs) (laughs) And I went back there, right? So I get to the front of the line and he just started clapping. He's like, kudos, mate. Ready to go in. Ready to go in. And then 10 of my mates walk out. They said, we're off to the woolly. Oh. <laughs> We're going to the shed. <laughs> Cut him off for nothing. For no You're reason. You're kidding me. All oh, right. Let's open this up. Yes. one triple three five three. When didn't you get let in?
5: I love Ooh, it. yes. Yeah, we good for be it? Be good there this has to be some, be some good stories. This could
0: there. be anything. $100 Repco voucher to give away, just quietly. Jeez, if you don't Ooh, mind. Yes. Yep.
2: Get him in, get involved, family, because uh, that's well worth getting in for.
0: one 5 3 When didn't you get let in? We'll take us next. Twelve minutes away from ten o'clock for your Saturday morning. Adelaide one oh four point seven Adelaide's a triple and The Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockliffe Cow Ferguson and Tom. And we're asking the question on one triple three
2: five three. When didn't you get let let in anywhere, Fergus? Yeah, no, brilliant topic, and I'm sure there's plenty of stories out there. Rock I mean, how many times could he possibly get knocked back? Oh, come on.
1: Oh, I normally get the red carpet rolled out for me, Fergus. Most (laughs) places I go, they want me in there. They want the entertainment. They want the value up and about. But it comes off the back of Mark Rashudo's family on Thursday night, there, Tomo. Yep. Have a listen here.
5: Now I'm nervous because my wife and six kids can't get into the bloody stadium. No, I've oh, on, oh, on oh, the oh, phone for half an hour. Get the bloke on the phone. Hello,
6: Hello. Get oh, him on and who does he work for? He'll be sacked oh, next God. week. hell? That guy on the
1: gate, no chance of keeping no, him. <laughs> no,
5: no, no chance. <laughs> he will be in
1: witness protection next week for sure. What?
0: One triple three, five three. When didn't you get let in? As we go to Andy from Manapara. Andy, you got us. Gabe, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. What happened to you?
3: Look, I was assistant manager at the uh, Smithfield Hotel, <clears throat> and we had an ACDC cover band uh, high voltage on. So I quickly went home had a shower, come back, we had new bouncers, they wouldn't let me in. I'm trying <laughs> to say I'm assistant
6: manager. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no
2: they <it> wouldn't <laughs> a... let me in. You I run the joint. Made to come out to say it was me. <laughs> <Run> <laughs> I employed you blokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's superb. And who we got there, Fergus? Yeah, we got Brad from Salisbury. Brad, what's, uh, what's your story, mate? When did you get knocked back?
3: Oh mate, all the time. I've got a move off, you know, like David Beckham, <laughs> <Session>, Mark <laughs> don't had. Um, went to the Alma one night, eight forty-seven. They're like, nah, mate, you can't
5: come in. I'm like, oh, I'm here for a like a private function. They're like, nah,
1: not coming in. Oh, oh well, no, no. It's it's right. <laughs> the Alma. Right.
5: So, so, so one o'clock. I'm like nine. Come on. Then I ended
0: up getting the duty
5: manager and getting a hat on my head and then the bounce of my all night. <laughs> wow.
0: So, uh, oh, come the on, Rupert. Won't get let into the wool shed. Nah. No. No. That's not... I don't, be- don't wall, believe Don't that. Surely the
2: shed lets you in. No, true, true. I don't really? even bother. Don't Jeez, even bother that's how,
0: they knocked me back because I didn't have a mowie there one not? <laughs> <laughs> Joey Montagna joins us next. Triple it. Triple
2: this motorsport update with Rusty is brought to you by
0: Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Oh, on the line is our great mate, Greg Russ from Rusty's Garage podcast, which you can get for free on the listener app. It is absolutely flying. Don't worry about that, Rusty. Hello. Legend, good morning. Mate, let's start. An F1 movie with Brad Pitt and some involvement from Lewis Hamilton. This cannot be true, is it? It's starting in July?
3: Now the production will start in July. I think this is a perfect fodder for you guys. You'd make great uh, you'd make great additions to the lineup, the cast. Would so it you?
0: That's in true. there, Russ. Yeah, that is true.
3: <laughs> now Brad Pitt uh, is going to play a, uh, a retired former racer who comes back to uh, to pull the helmet on once again and mentor a, uh, a a young racer. Lewis won't necessarily be involved in it from a, a starring role per se, although he has done some bit parts in movies before. But the drivers are very keen to ensure the authenticity of the racing aspect of this movie, that it doesn't look naft like a few other car movies have done in the past. So they want to really capture Formula One and build on the, uh, the, the success of Drive to Survive by pushing into um, you know, another, another market, another space, if you will, by showcasing the game.
2: Yeah, I could see uh, Rocky on air and on screen with Brad Pitt. I mean, imagine that. That'd be something to see. They'd get us
1: mixed up. They'd get (laughs) us confused.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, Rusty, the supercars have had a couple of weeks off until the next round in Perth, and it looks like it won't just be the usual teams fighting it out for the title this year.
3: No, exactly. So uh, what we've seen after the the races at the Grand Prix is that Brody Kostecki is top of the driver's championship for the Erebus squad, and his teammate Will Brown's in the top five as well. So... We're used to seeing, obviously, the, the Red Bull team uh, being up there. And even mm. Shane Van Gisbergen says the threat from within with his own teammate in, uh, in Brock Feeney should be um, should be even more significant this year. So between wow. all the usual suspects, Dick Johnson Racing, Red Bull, Tickford uh, Racing and Walkinshaw and Dritti, now you've got Erebus in the mix as well. Um, you, you're very likely, with this change of formula, going to get a bit more variety in, in terms of those battling for the race wins by the looks of it.
1: And, Rusty, finally, the, the sport is mourning the loss of a driver after a crash in testing in the past 48 hours. He was universally loved.
3: He really was. So his name is Craig Breen. He uh, was an Irish and British rally champion who was competing at, at world level. He stepped up to the, the kind of world championship as a, as a junior um, around 2011 and was doing some testing this week for an event in Croatia next week. Details of what went wrong uh, are not clear uh, but the outpouring on social media from all walks of motorsport has been uh, been absolutely huge. He was an infectious character with a lot of love for the sport and was was big on putting back. So um, it's a, it's been a, a tough uh, 48 hours, particularly for those who are were close to him. And we're thinking very much of friends and family.
0: Yeah, our hearts do go out to them, and our thoughts are with them from the Dead Set Legends as well. Rusty, thanks so much for that, mate. We'll catch you next week. Look forward to it.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks, mate. <laughs> That's where for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence.
0: 21 minutes past 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning. Adelaide 104.7. Adelaide's Triple M. It's the Dead Set Legends.
2: We, we belong together. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Stories from home and away. What do you got for us, Cal Ferguson? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what it is. It is a big day for one of South Australia's very own. He's the... He's the holder of the keys to Adelaide. This mm-hmm. man, Travis Head, one of our very own Dead Set legends royalty. Yep. Now he's getting married this afternoon oh, to the lovely good. Jess Davies. Yep. Now uh, the poor girl do- clearly doesn't know what she's in for. Oh, no, <laughs> the, the great man. <laughs> oh, <no.
0: laughs>
2: Well, I mean, on. obviously, he travels a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, is that what he so going to be tough. Yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah. No, look, Trav. Um, I thought it was a blight on his
0: personality or something. No,
2: we <laughs> love it? Travis around here. I won't have a bad word spoken about <laughs> oh, him. Thanks for You, you said it. <laughs> Yeah, he travels a lot. It's, you know, that's tough work, you know. With a young young Miller as well, she'll be at the wedding. It's always really cute when the the kids are involved at weddings. But um, look, it's going to be a great day. Um, cricket royalty have have come into town. Yeah. We saw her on the footy last night, Tomo, didn't we? You spotted a few in the crowd. Yeah,
0: well, Timmy Payne was there, and uh, Patty Cummins as well, the the captain mm-hmm. of
2: Australia and the goat Nathan oh, Lyons. That's right. Actually, on that one, I've I've got him paying about a dollar fifty for the three votes tonight, yeah. Gary Lyon. He really. He was outstanding at the at the bucks show. Trav yep. actually gave Gaz the three votes to Gaz at the bucks show. I'm just uh, trying to think, Rocky, uh, who would you have normally looked at within the Australian cricket dressing room and thought, yeah, they really go,
1: Josh Hazelwood. <laughs> Josh Hazelwood, Josh Hazelwood, yeah. yeah, okay, big, big fast bowler, country boy, isn't he? I think,
2: yeah, yeah, and he'll be there tonight. So I think they're your two front runners for the three votes. I okay, reckon. well, Gaz let's go, let's go Hazelwood. the
0: other way. Who would be worst on ground? Who would you not <laughs> want to be stuck next to at the at the wedding party there? uh... Fergus, oh, dear. No, I mean, we've already right, well, Rocky's clip. already clipped bloody
2: Jared Waitley like you wouldn't believe oh, oh, this no,
0: morning. No, 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 no. Let's put it
2: on him. Let's bring another one into who it. Who are That's you throwing lead? a barb at this time, are yeah. Who's who, who no, who no. going to be
1: worst on? I'm staying well clear of this one. Fair enough. I don't know who's going, Fergus. Who's on? Who's on the list? Throw a few names at me. I'll tell you. Jake
2: Lehman will be there. Oh yeah. Now he he loves a red. Talk about a red. I love that. Him and his old man. He finds his way around. They drink as many as anyone weekly. Now. Who else is going to be there? Alex Carey will be the best man. Um, Now, there's a
0: different personality to Alex Carey, is there not? After a couple.
2: That's right. So, look. Oh, he's in the running. I mean, he's, he's single figures on the mm-hmm. on the tote. Um, Alan Carey. Yeah, Alan, yes. Alan. The, the alter ego. Now we've actually spoken to Alan before, haven't we? we? Have. And we've had him on. And anyway, so Alan Carey, you'll probably turn up after the seventh or eighth beer and Beautiful. responsible drinking, of course. Yeah. Right? Thank you very much. So no, look, it's going to be a great day. Great setup. Um, up up at his place in the Adelaide Hills, overlooking the city, Beautiful. just magnificent. Love it. Really hoping that the weather turns on uh, and the clouds part. They just started. It seems to. To be settling out there, Tomo. Mm. Now- big,
1: big, big wedding. But let's talk about the rest of your week, Fergus. Yes, Ooh, you're on a plane tomorrow morning.
2: Yes. So tomorrow morning, I'm flying down. I'm, I've, I've got to go down to Tassie for some work, guys. I've got a bit on uh, down there with work. Bluey. Uh, Co-em seeing a, a golf tour down there, so that'll be a tough few days. Um, I'll be, you know, I might be a bit tired in the morning getting on the flight, but over there in Tassie, Barmbugle, a couple of days of golf, oh. and then. Back to Adelaide, and we've obviously got Live Golf coming up. So yes. So we've got the, the Live Golf launch, which I believe quite a few of the Triple M team are going to be at. That's on the Wednesday night. Now, mm. did you guys get invites to uh, the launch? We Yeah, Wednesday,
1: that's the Wednesday. Wednesday night?
0: Yeah, apologies. Oh, you're I'm, an apology. I'm an for apology. That one. Yeah, you're going to that.
1: I'll be at that one. So, hang oh, on, so, so, Rocky, are you coming down so, for so that? Hang one? on, just wait. So, yeah. you're out Saturday night, Sunday down to um, Tassie, until yep. Tuesday. Yep. Out Wednesday night. Yep. Out Thursday Re- all day. Brienne's
2: coming to that. Rihanna's out all
1: day <laughs> Thursday playing golf.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, live. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Friday. I've announced that I'll be playing in the Pro-Am this, yeah. well, well hoping, pro am this. Well, well done. Hopefully, I'll be with Phil Mickelson yeah. or someone like that. Friday. No, quite one Friday. Rob, don't,
0: all, don't you think it's funny that he mentions his lovely wife? But what about the kids? Do they get well, to look into I, anything these days? Absolutely.
1: No. In all seriousness, In all seriousness, do they know your name? Do they know <laughs> who Daddy is? <laughs> you can they talk. are mate. never after, ever. You never home.
2: After the last twelve <laughs> <laughs> months you've put in, you can talk. <laughs> Boulders in glass <laughs> houses. That, that, is,
0: that is true, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> one day that Jack wanted to kick the footy, He's and you stayed at the Lockleys for seven hours in your trackies. By himself ha <laughs> Seven minutes away from 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide. The Dead Set uh, Legends, Tom Rockcliffe, Cal Ferguson and uh, Tomo. And an absolute treat to have this oh, man yeah. on the show. Two-time All-Australian, 287 games at the highest level. St. Kilda Hall of Famer, Joey Montagna. Hello, mate. Hello, boys. Thanks for hosting me. It's a nice weekend in Adelaide. Very good. Right, mate, are you loving your time? I think it seems
6: a nice, perfect fit, really, for gathering around here in Adelaide. It is, yeah. I haven't really spent a heap of time over uh, in Adelaide, but I went and had breakfast by myself in Norwood yesterday morning. Oh, yes. That was quite nice. Nice. Bang. Um watched the footy, did the footy the game at Norwood Oval. First mm. time I'd seen that. Great yes. little setup. And uh and just been cruising around and uh, enjoying my time. Everyone tries to shove wine down your throat here. <laughs> That's oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't believe so do they do good wine in Adelaide. So, it's, oh, really? <laughs> everywhere you go, everywhere you go, bottles of wine, glasses That's of wine,
2: it. fair dinkum, oh, but it's man. been good, been good. Now, now who's now, been best? I'm interested, Rock. I'm interested in knowing who's been best on ground for the Fox crew so far, mm. Triple M crew. You, you give me some 3 2 ones. Well,
6: We haven't really had the chance to be able to sort of pin the ears back. Right. We, we work too much, Cal. So, we had a couple of Wednesday nights after AFL 360. I was pumped. That I got to have a, uh, a beer with Jared Waitley first. Time I've All done right, that, so that was heard. that was interesting. And then um would have been a hoot.
2: <laughs>
6: that was nice. Half uh, yeah, a schooner and, and, and take and off. And Bucks I'd have had a beer with Bucks and he used about his '92 year at Port Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the, nice, but that the, it's not that exciting, Cal the Fox Crew, I'll give you the tip. The, uh, it wasn't sounds like Excuse like me. <laughs> the,
1: the, the, the beer I, I heard the beer got bored there with Jared. <laughs> <Listening> <laughs> talk that, <laughs> Joey, oh, no. Oh, no. Joey I, I want to speak about all, all jokes aside seriousness your week how does it shape up because you, you would have to be the busiest man in footy yeah, unbelievable. You, you cover yeah. AFLW the draft the men's you're on every program yeah. talk me through your yeah. week
6: no it is, <laughs> it is busy mate but as I keep saying what else is better than just working talking footy because I yeah. can't build anything I'm useless at doing any of that I don't want to sell anything and <laughs> and I don't know what else I'll be doing if I wasn't talking footy. So I just do what they ask me to do, mate. I just play my role like I did at St. Kilda. Whatever they need me to do, I put my hand up. Unfortunately, I have to do a fair bit. So that's all right. It's putting food on the table. But I am pretty I'm pretty busy at most stuff on. And the biggest part is the Sunday night first crack show that I do yeah, with David yeah. King on Fox. Because I have to be across all nine games. Try and find some content, find something to talk about. So, so it makes it hard to sit back and enjoy a beer so this, and
0: watch
1: So this won't
0: interest me on the Sunday, right? So the Saturday night you had the Hall of Fame and congratulations as well. well Been man. inducted hey, into that and rightly so. Yes. And uh, my mail is pin the ears back nicely on the Saturday. So how yeah, do you good. go on the Sunday and then into the Sunday night as well where you have to be all over everything, Joey? Well, that one was nice. Kingy, helped me out
6: that <laughs> night. I said, oh, I don't know how much footy I'm going <laughs> to see. Because <laughs> I started early. I sort of had a couple of the boys come out, about at four. So I missed the twilight game, missed both. Yeah. So sometimes you just need your teammates to step up, and, and Kingy was good. He said, "I'll fill the void for you, mate." not right right. have to watch too much footy. So you sort of get two or three weekends a year where you're Beautiful. able to just uh, have a crack and pretend Beautiful. you've seen the footy, like some other commentators do, where they pretend they've seen the games yes. and they make it up. That's what That's sometimes you, you do, maybe once or twice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> me
1: and me, me, me and t- me most Saturday mornings, Joe. Uh, so, <laughs> Jesus, the times were good. <laughs> they won. They, they won last won This is the best rock for me in months. <laughs> now, Joey, the boys asked me if we spent much time together because you used to give it to me all the time out on the field. You were the one bloke that just abused me non-stop when we played against <laughs> each other. I just the so, international rules where you, you pulled me aside and said, "Can you stop getting into me when we're out there playing?" Do you recall this yeah, conversation?
5: I do. Yeah,
6: well, because when you're with your peers, you know, you're sort of having beers with Nathan Fife and all your other. Oh, yeah. You yeah. sort of there's a bit of you know wanting to have that mutual respect and you know make sure that you're all sort of you yeah, know, some some awards they? of all big names you want to fit in and then yeah. we're just sitting around having a beer and Rocky starts pulling out the comments about oh geez lucky there's a fence here at this stadium otherwise Joey we'd be further out in the grandstand to get a kick and all these things I'm like Rocky I'm just trying to fit in with some of the all time greats you don't need to do those little cheap gags I don't mind them at Triple M <laughs> no. and kicking into yourself and all that <laughs> sort of shit but not when we're
4: sitting around some of the greats
6: of the game I'm trying to like,
4: just <laughs> Rocky fit in and
6: Rocky. Get, just like all Rocky did was get two beers
0: under his belt, and all of a sudden oh, he yeah. got yeah. it. throw you go, old lippy Rocky came
6: out
1: after oh. two beers. It's not good, is it? He's just working with the prick every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joey, uh, the Fox have travelled over this weekend, so you're, you've, tra- you've travelled over with Fox. Here he goes. Again. Now, I'm hearing Channel Seven are staying at Adelaide Oval or yeah, under yeah. the ground there, yeah, so they're pumped. Nice. Yeah. Eos, Eos for the Triple M team, which oh, is yes. above and beyond. Yeah. Those those rooms there are sensational. Now where fox put you up oh here we
6: go uh, there's a beautiful spot called the oaks uh, the oaks embassy i think it is down on the north oh, north no. terrace bit of a self contained oh. apartment there it's <laughs> no. it's, it's quite co- Hot, it's co- cozy it's cosy. Oh, Skimming God. the budget
1: there.
6: Oh, <laughs> they tipped a lot into the rights, Rocky. I don't, I don't think they have much left to spend, to spend on the accommodation.
2: Oh. Uh, now, Joey, let's straighten up a little bit for a minute. The Crows, my yeah, goodness. My gosh. How well are they going at the moment? Well, Unbelievable stuff.
6: They are flying absolutely. Mm. And this was the, the game where, okay, are they the real deal or you know has it just been a bit of a flash in the pan in the last couple of weeks? But that first quarter was as good a oh. footy as any team has played. This year. And then they're backs to the wall. They're under the pump for two quarters, but they defensively held up, which yeah. is a great sign. And then ran away with it, mate. They are flying the Crows. They should be look, eyeing off a spot in the eight from where oh, they are right. from here. I think they are playing some genuine foot. It's amazing what two or three players with some class can do to the whole team. Oh, they've yeah. gone from like a dour, mm, hardworking mm. side to all of a sudden having stacks of talent. And uh, they've got all the pieces in the right spots. And uh, Nixie's coaching
0: beautifully. Yeah, uh, Joey, you're a star, mate. Thanks so much for joining us on the Dead Set Legends. And uh, enjoy the Oaks. Thank you. You too. <laughs> <laughs> 104.7. Adelaide's Triple M, it's a dead set legends. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson, and Tommy. And the man about town at the moment, he's doing absolutely oh, everything. Isn't he just... Oh, he's everywhere. The X Crows Ruckman, he's dominating Triple M footy like he did last night at Nord Oval. Rep people as you got
5: it. Chomo, great to speak to you and Cow. Unfortunately, you've got the pig with
0: you. These things happen, mate. We got, the rock. got, we got the rock. Get one in early. I like it. Now, Biggles, you were at Nord yesterday, mate. What a setup. I, uh, I had a little look on the TV and listened to, to the call, mate. It was absolutely brilliant. How was it for you?
5: I think the uh, interstate commentators were blown away about how close you are, particularly when you can hear the the, the runners and the boys on the bench screaming out the profanities to the lads. <laughs> and it's coming, it's coming through on air. They loved it. I mean, for us who who grew up, you know, at Norwood Oval on Friday yep. night for the classic Port Norwood games, so good. With Twenty thousand there. They had they almost almost knocked ten. They sold fifteen and a half, but the surface was just bowling green stuff.
2: Gold, brilliant,
5: brilliant. Um, and uh, now.
2: <laughs> Biggles, we've got an interesting one for you off the top, and I think the, the family will be interested to know how the hell this went, at, this game about. But uh, you had to hug Byron Pickett last night for 15 minutes oh, now. Come on, Biggles. to just try and uh, mend the fence there, or what? No, it hasn't happened
5: yet, boys. It's um, tonight, uh, yeah, courtesy of Sportsbeth. Right. Uh, again, responsibly, of course. <laughs> but uh Cassie's floating <laughs> around. <a bit. laughs> They, uh, look, the, they, they want to go with the theme, the bump is dead, have a hug instead. So, do oh, no. they, oh, you come up with got that one, Choppy, Biggles? They've got, they've got, no, they've got the hard man, Choppy, down there who's going to be giving out free hugs at about 6.30 before oh. the Port Dogs game, so you can go along and give Choppy a hug. And then they said, what better way to reconcile your differences uh, with Choppy if you can just exchange a hug between the two of us. So for those who don't remember, we had a bit of an altercation. Oh, yeah. Uh, Right well, have you guys Adelaide. been on
2: Talking Terms since, yeah. Biggles?
5: Yeah, no. We, we, had, I've, I've, we've, we go back a long way. I remember when Choppy first went to North Melbourne, uh, myself and Stewie Jew were working at Port Adelaide in the inaugural list. And Choppy, when he got drafted to North Melbourne as a youngster, he was living in a house across the road. Oh, he actually he left for North Melbourne wearing a track suit, and that was it. Brilliant. He left his clothes and his baked beans and everything on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and me and, and Stewie Jew and Tom Harley had to go up and pack up all his mess oh. and and just put it in the post for him. He didn't even leave it. He didn't even take it with him in a backpack. Amazing!
0: brilliant! Yeah. Hey, a hey, great scenes Thursday night as well. The Crows were dominant, uh, Biggles, and I don't know about you, mate, but as fellow South Australians, we're just beaming with pride oh, yeah. with what the the city's put on.
5: Oh, how good! Yeah, no, that was electrifying, wasn't it? It's it just the the vibe with the build up. Um, with the media, the, the personalities around, you know, even the chainers after the game with Buff Lehman and, and all those guys and bloody, um, uh, mate, it was just crazy to feel. And, Cal, you would have felt this going back with the Big Bash days. It felt yep. like a massive final. Like, yep. It felt like a, a, almost like the Australian Grand Prix sort of Big Bash final Unbelievable, the strikers were flying, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good, Biggers. You've you've been everywhere this this week. It's it's fantastic. I'm back next weekend to work with you. I'm sure you're missing me. We uh, we have great chemistry on radio, you and me, most of the time. And and our, our great mate Yatesy, he's always up and about. You've gone with some famous one-liners in the past. I mean, well, as flat go. as a Bush, bushman's hat. I think we went with oh, yeah. last year. Here we go. Here the we the go. cow, the cow in the elevator. Yeah. Raise the stakes. <laughs> raise raise the stakes, of course. And, and I just wanted to get the, the weather forecast. Oh, uh, it's no, a bit, bit wet out there, you on the boundary on, tonight.
5: Rock. It's dry out there at the moment. Deck a little bit slippery but not too bad. So no rain on the forecast for the rest of the night. And it's coming down. Brett Bigle's told us no more rain for the night. <laughs> He's on the money. What are we? One minute in and it's pouring. <laughs> Bigle's the weather man. Now,
1: now biggest have you improved? You're not going to make the same mistake today or something like that over the weekend with your big <laughs> workload. It's possible.
5: (laughs) (laughs) There's no guarantees. You just Uh, have the app on the right state. App on
1: the right state. You said that there was 15,000 there last night at Norwood. I think it was about 9,000. I I did not. I said
5: there was 9. They
1: sold Uh, uh, sold 15,000, but only 9 turned up.
5: (laughs) Yeah, this is strange. This is my question to Peter Malinowskis and what's been going on, because it was the same. I know you're going to have a crack at me about... Friday night or uh, Thursday night. Well, well right.
1: it's funny you say that because I don't think Peter will ever let you talk to him, and it'd be silly to let you both in the same room. But let's talk about the crowd on Thursday night because there was a big call made in the prediction.
5: What about the crowd, BT? They'll break the fifty-four and a half thousand record tonight for an AFL game. Forty-seven thousand three hundred and ninety-five. Interesting that I thought. I said forty-seven, forty-eight. That 47.395 would be right in the middle of that. No. What happened? There's context now. This is where you, you haven't done your homework, pig, because <laughs> liquor licensing, liquor licensing at Mount only holds 53,000, so you'll never get over 53,000. And the problem but, that they had was the bloody Fox Studios people. They took up a 1,000 seats in the northern <laughs> side of the grandstand biggers, with their flat Biggers, with their biggers, biggers. Oh, yeah. the, I
1: didn't make a mistake. You predicted f- over 54,000 there, and there was 47. 54 and
5: back to 54,500 records tonight. <laughs> there, was, there was, they can't report that many because legal license was getting in trouble. i back to 54,500 records tonight. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Biggers. Where are we at? This is a conspiracy the theory now. <laughs> no, it's true. i have spoken to important people at the Oval, mate. You don't have no, no names. names. Four and a records tonight.
1: Uh, you're a champion, Biggers. We'll uh, listen to you over the weekend and, and get a few more bloopers just in the in store for next Saturday afternoon.
5: Hey, uh, Great to chat to you, Ferg. Awesome, no, good mate. on you, Biggers. It's been a while, mate. Good man, Here's Biggers. Piss off, pig.
0: Ten minutes away from 11 o'clock for your Saturday morning Adelaide Dead Set Legends special edition as well. It's Gather Round, and we are absolutely loving it here. Another Dead Set Legends special, special investigation.
1: Right. Yes, well, there is someone eyeing James Brayshaw's job off. There's someone wow. trying to wide him there, Fergus, and you this might have an idea big, who mate. it is.
2: Well, I just remember back to the Boxing Day test this year, and... We're in Melbourne, it's day three, and Bluey was looking just a little bit more nervous than usual. This is Triple M's very own Greg Blewett, the Rush Hour's Greg Blewett, and turns out he was was hosting a segment early on day three Mm -hmm. of the Boxing Day Test. Now, that's unusual for Greg. Normally, he's very polished and comes in as the expert. Well... So he he was hosting, hosting wow. this segment, yeah, and it blew me away, and I was really pumped for him. You know, get it. You know, it's an opportunity to yeah. step up for him and take another step forward because we know how polished he is. Well, did look a little bit nervous that morning. Now, if someone's gunning for James Brayshaw's gig, I'm going to throw Greg Blewett's name out there. Is that is that? Is that what's getting around at the moment, Rock?
1: Well, it's about 12 months to the day where we actually got some information, come across our desk, Tomo, didn't we, that uh, there was someone in this studio that was gunning for James Brayshaw's job.
2: Well, here's Bluey talking about it. He had a few beers, and he got up there, and honestly, he just went to town on these poor blokes, and he was yelling at the top of his. Oh wow! And um, one of the blokes said, "Oh mate, you're you could be the next James Brayshaw the way you know oh, you carried mate. that out." About half an hour later, he, he said to me, "He goes, do you actually think I could be the next James Brayshaw?" So who's Bluey
1: talking <laughs> about there? <laughs> he, who <He's> is talking <laughs> about our man Fergus Good. now? <laughs> Callum Ferguson Just
2: making stuff up out of thin air these days, Bluey
1: <laughs> Well, it's, well at you, least what I said had well, some we, substance to we started, it we started, actually actually to we started to listen to JB and he always says, that's it, yep. that's it You always go with, that's right, that's right But Tomo and I just left the studio in pre-record the other day We we sort of exited the studio and uh, I might
0: just start with this You're not morphing yourself into JB, are you? You know, no.
2: it's not in the repertoire for you. You're trying to be James Racial. Who could Who could ever replicate what the great man's put together? Let's have a listen. What
5: the hell? What the
2: hell? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Now fat! Now fat! Come on, fat! Come on, <laughs> fat! Get around him! Get around him! The legend becomes immortal. The legend becomes immortal. Oh no! <laughs> oh no!
0: <laughs> what <are> you doing? <laughs> You're doing. That's you warming become... up. You're trying to become
1: the king. The king. You sounded pretty good, up. didn't it? Sounded pretty bloody good. <laughs> you, this was you in the studio all by yourself, warming up for the Dead Set Legends last weekend. You're trying to morph yourself into James Brayshaw and take his job. So when are we playing your attempts? Oh yeah. We've got him on. We've got him on file.
2: What attempts? <laughs> what
1: attempts? What are you talking about? <laughs> we left the audio on and you were warming up when no one else was in the studio. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs>
2: oh no. Oh <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh no. Now fat. <laughs> now fat. Come on fat, come, come on. Fat. Get around him. Get around him. <laughs> the legend becomes a mortal. The legend becomes <laughs> a mortal. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm a bit disappointed with The the Legend Becomes a Mortal One, to be honest. I reckon that could have been a bit crisper.
0: (laughs) What are you doing?
2: What are you doing? Well... The producer comes into the room, and says, "We need all of you to put together these sentences for us. We're going to record them and we're going to play them in a special for JB Rock." I don't know about you, that's exactly what—that's exactly what, I, that's exactly what I happened. I can't
1: remember doing that, Rock. I've never done that, Tomo. I've never replicated. You know JB why I can at remember?
2: I'll tell you why I can remember. Because I reckon Rocky stumbled over every word on the script,
1: couldn't spit his words out again. His- there's audio of you taking off JB, just warming up the throat muscles to get that out. Incredible stuff, really, Tomo, isn't it? I think we win that one, Rock. <laughs> you <a> would <Jew. laughs>
0: you, Triple M, 104.7 on the dial, and we're also on listener as well, L-I-S-T-N-R. Triple M's know the show to go. This kicks off Monday morning from 6am oh, yeah. with Rue, Ditson and Loz. Have you heard about this price?
2: No, we need to hear more about it, don't we, Rock? It is
0: absolutely superb. There's certainly a, do. There's a punter out there 17 nights away. Over to, uh, you You go there to Lords if mm-hmm. you don't mind. Yeah. You hang out with Jason Gillespie. That's it. Just on the way home as well. A little six-nighter in the Greek islands. Sorry about it. Unbelievable. Yeah, Tri- brilliant stuff. Triple M's know the show to go. Kicks off Monday morning from 6
1: a.m. Do not miss that. Nah. Rue Ditson loves the get whole, on it.
0: whole team are back Monday morning. Now, Rock, how are Port Adelaide going to get it done tonight, mate? Mm.
1: Yeah, it should be a good good contest, this one. The Western Bulldogs have started to find a little bit of form after a slow start to the season. They beat Richmond last week. So, again, it comes down to contested footy for Port Adelaide. When they're strong in that area, they go really well. We know they're missing their skipper tonight out injured. So that's a, that's a big loss for them down back. But they should be able to cover it. Ryan Burton back into the team as well. But it just starts in the middle for them. They've got to get their contested footy right. They were much better in that area against the Swans last week. And give their forwards an an opportunity, which they did, and they they fell in last week. Obviously, dramatic scenes there at the end at the SCG. Fantastic game. But the contested footy, it's the number one thing for Port Adelaide. It always has been, I think it always will be, that they play that tough, hard brand of footy. And when they get beaten in that area, they get beaten up. We know that that, uh, the dogs are pretty strong in that area as well. But for... For Port Adelaide, it's got to be Ollie Wines, Zach Butters, Willem Drew, Connor Rosie through that middle, Scotty Lysette, Travis Boak. Those guys have got to get them going, get the footy in the front half.
2: Rocky, how's the inside 50s looking for Port this year? We know that's been a bit of a battle for them over the last few years. What's their efficiency been like this season and, and is it on the improve?
1: Yeah, again, it's it's that one key area. They get it in there enough, but they just can't convert them into goals. And it's still still an issue for them. Uh, a little bit last week, uh, not so much. But you, you look at the game last week, and when Sydney lose their two key defenders before halftime, you'd expect them to kick a real high winning score. Mm. They just weren't able to convert that. So there'd still be a work in progress, but I don't think that comes into a factor tonight, Fergus, because of the conditions. Okay, It's going to be wet, so it's going to be tight. It's going to be a bit of that ping, ping pong, but yep. you, the contested footy on a night like tonight in those slippery conditions are going to be the key. I
0: know we've spoken about it before, Rock, but uh, you must have been absolutely pumped to see Jeremy Finlayson do what he did and uh, very, very emotional and touching. And moving, to be honest, what he mm. had to say post game uh, with his with his wife battling cancer.
1: Yeah, certainly was the, the, to be able to go out there and perform with all that other stuff going on away from the paddock and. It's a testament to Jeremy and, and how strong of a character he must be. Obviously at home it would be so so tough um, oh, yeah. constantly with everything that's going on there but um, to front up and, and be able to play and he let the emotion out after which a lot of people don't see and I think that's uh, an important point. How how much can that get you back on track with your
0: season doing a, a trip away like that going up? You go away you you stick together for a couple of days up to Sydney, you crawl over the line you get it done, you're on the, the flight on the way home, everyone's up and about, the pressure seems to be off, especially this week on Ken Hinkley, Can it really reboot him, you reckon?
1: Yeah, I think so. Wings like that, in any professional sport, Ferg would be the same when he played. When you f- go away as a group and you're given no chance to win, I don't think anyone really selected Port Adelaide to go up to Sydney no? and beat them last week. To go out there, win, and then they have the night together, They get on the bus, they probably had a couple of beers in the change rooms after the game together, enjoyed the victory, get on the bus, go back, have a feed together. It can be galvanising and it is a little bit that way and Ken loves it when it's like that, I reckon. He loves it, us versus the world, so he'll be selling that message and it'll be a little bit the same. So. Port Adelaide fans turn up tonight at Adelaide Oval again. It's sold out. I think biggers are saying fifty six, fifty seven thousand there.
0: I think he said seventy five.
2: Yeah, <laughs> seventy five in a fifty three
1: seater. <laughs> but, but wins, wins like last week can certainly galvanise the group. So um, yeah, I'm I'm tipping Port Adelaide in the close one, just conditions wise.
2: Yeah, and from that point of view, who do you think the conditions suit best, Rock? Because obviously Port has some highly talented small guys up forward. What do you? How do you see that balancing out?
1: Yeah, that, that's probably the difference. I think Port Adelaide love that. Western Bulldogs um, did get hold of Port Adelaide uh, probably two or three years ago now on a, a similar night, wet conditions, and they got hold in the first quarter. So they've got to put a bit of time and attention into Marcus Bontempelli. He's probably flying under the radar at the moment. He, he'd be in brand low contention if not leading the count at mm. this point in the season. So it's important that uh, probably Willem Drew will get that role. Just shut him down.
0: And the game before that as well, Melbourne take on the Essendon Bombers. How do you see that one playing out, Diggy?
1: Yeah, Melbourne back to their back to their best, I think. They're starting to really play well. They was, um super a couple of weeks ago against Sydney and and they just look like that that premiership team again or contenders. Um so that, that, it's hard to get a judge when they go over and play West Coast last week, they touch them up and and looks super strong.
0: As a as an Essendon fan, mm. Fergus, how are you how are you going? You'd be happy with the start and the addition of Brad Scott?
2: Yeah, I think the way they're playing is is exactly what we wanted to see. Hard nosed. Mm. Uh, we've we've fallen over a few times. You know, five minute breakdowns against St Kilda really burnt us. I think though we're a harder nosed team now. Uh, it'll be a real test. This will be this will be their first real big test for the season. Yep. I just watched that Melbourne midfield. They are brutal, yeah. aren't they? Like they've lost Max Gorn, mm. and he obviously added hardness around the ground. But that midfield around Brody Grundy, the second string ruckman. Can you believe we're saying yeah, that? I know. Um, they are a brutal midfield rock, and and they are looking every bit the premiership contender.
1: They certainly are. The the one other game I want to speak about as well today, straight after the rub up at Mount Barker, is the Brisbane Lions take on North Melbourne. Yep. yep. Brisbane Lions on the road this year have been horrific. They have. Completely different team on the road to home. So if they turn up and get beaten by North Melbourne. I'm tipping wowee. north in that. I am gen- oh,
2: yeah, I'm, genuinely I'm actually with you. I wonder, like, because you, you, you take Brisbane away from yeah. the comfort of the Gabba, you know, pristine conditions, you know, the ball flies. We know that, you know, it's, it's nice up there. You take them out of that comfort zone they struggle away from home. Then you take them to a country venue, yep. Rock. Yeah, and just, it'll be just, blowing a gale as just well. Book, oh. Just
1: bookmark that for next week, please. North <laughs> Melbourne to belt Brisbane. You both said, just right? Bookmark that, please.
2: Right. Uh, it wasn't a belting. I'm just going to say, <laughs> I-, I think North Melbourne. I'm will going a hundred pointer.
1: Hundred pointer. <laughs> <No. laughs>
2: 17 past, stamp it. 17
0: past 11 o'clock. 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M's The Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockcliffe, Cal Ferguson and Tommy. <laughs> 21 minutes past 11 o'clock. 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M. The Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockcliffe, Cal Ferguson and Tommy. Been a massive addition of The Dead oh, Set
2: Legends. A little gather round special there, Fergus. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. The city is a light airborne just like this show the dead set legends adelaide it has been a fantastic weekend so far Forty-one thousand in a neutral game at adelaide oval can you believe that unbelievable
0: now rock and i know everyone's going to throw it around all weekend how good it is for the state but let's just remember that only two to three years ago we didn't even know if we'd get crowds again at the football you know what i mean like it has changed so so quickly (laughs) and it's absolutely superb so it's better than it was pre-covid
1: it's Uh... awesome it's amazing. You have medical experts saying go to the footy but don't touch the ball. <laughs> and, and then they're saying you're allowed to tackle each other but don't give each other a high five after you oh, kick a goal or oh don't God. stand in a circle. How ridiculous looking back, but fantastic for footy. We're up and about, gather around and then next weekend as well, we've yep. golf. Oh. Oh, the red carpet's been rolled out. I'm staying at Chris Dittmar's house. Oh, I'm in town. Me. Look out, boys! Look Rock out! Lyft Get down
0: and dip at the Lockleys. <laughs> I'll tell you what: at the <laughs> end of that the golf Grange,
2: weekend, of Lockleys suburb will have disappeared. It'll just be a crater. There. Oh, oh, it'll, it'll be line the place up by then. It'll be
0: unbelievable to see what goes on. Is Dits picking you up from the airport, Rock? Ditt's
1: picking me up from the airport oh. straight. One way ticket straight to the Lockleys. Oh my what, god! He,
2: I, and Rocky won't spend a minute outside of the outside the corporates. You know. the the glass, yeah, you know, looking it. out in you know, an air-conditioned room. <laughs> nice I am eater. not one of you, you right. Fergus. Yeah, this don't is coming from
0: that. the man that's jetting down to Tassie in the morning for that's a cashie. Right.
2: Yeah. A bit uh, of golf. Pockets. Work. <laughs> I'm working. Working. Yep. I'm um, playing, playing play
1: Pro-Am then. next Thursday. Then. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That was announced. Yeah, Live Golf Knife Wednesday. Oh, it's
0: been huge. Hey, it's been a bit b- huge show, show man, actually. Nice, Absolutely yeah. brilliant. So make sure you download the podcast on the Listener app. L I S T and uh Dits and Lars back together Monday morning from six a.m. Yeah, and the rub kicks off next. Have a good one. See ya. Bye.